EPA, and this is my stimulus update for Thursday, September 24th. As though the political energy couldn't be more charged right now, we have, in addition to a worldwide pandemic, a Supreme Court justice confirmation hearing coming up soon, a general public dissatisfied with our justice system, no congressional stimulus in sight, and on top of all this, there are genuine fears that there may not be a peaceful transfer of power after the election, depending on who emerges victorious. Speaking of the election, it is 40 days away, folks. I encourage any of you who are not yet registered to vote at your current address to do so as soon as possible. In many states, this can be done online. I do know, for example, here in California, the deadline to register online for this election is October 19th, so a little bit earlier than the actual election, while for in-person registration is all the way up to Election Day. Those are just the rules for California. I don't know about your state. Go to vote.gov. That's vote.gov. Select your state from the drop-down. It will tell you exactly how you can get registered to vote in your state. All right, stimulus. Two days ago, as I told you yesterday, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and Fed Chairman Jerome Powell testified before the House Financial Services Committee on the government's economic response to our current crisis. Well, today, the pair were testifying before the Senate Banking Committee. They were still testifying as I'm recording this. They will likely be done by the time this video publishes. A few takeaways from the portion of the testimony I saw. Mnuchin expects strong third quarter growth, particularly manufacturing, housing, and retail. He admitted that some businesses and groups need more relief and that he and Trump remain committed to providing support for American workers and businesses. And they attempt to continue to work with Congress on a bipartisan basis to pass a phase four relief package. Mnuchin said the administration is ready to reach a bipartisan agreement and he encouraged the Senate to pass the continuing resolutions that were passed in the House earlier this week. And here's the good news, or somewhat good news. Mnuchin did say this morning, and I quote, I've probably spoken to Speaker Pelosi 15 or 20 times in the last few days on the CR, that's the continuing resolutions to keep the government funded, that bill passed the House, should pass the Senate this week, hopefully. And we've agreed to continue to have discussions about the CARES Act. And this morning, Speaker Pelosi also told reporters that we'll be hopefully soon to the table with them, referring to the White House negotiators. I don't want to get your hopes up. That's why I didn't put some, you know, huge headline, great news, good news, or something like that. Because by this point, I think we're all pretty jaded by empty words from politicians, right? When good news comes out of the mouth of a politician, you just have to be cynical, right? <laughs> but just taking these words at face value, it's a good sign. Of course, this pair has previously attempted to resume stimulus talks to no avail. If you remember last month and earlier this month, you'd have Pelosi say, you know, it's clear after our two-second call that the White House is not on board with helping the American people, and then Mnuchin would say something like, wow, the Democrats are being unreasonable. They just want a top line without any details. But we'll see if it's different this time around. No promises, but my curiosity is piqued on what Steve and Nancy are able to come up with. All right, back to the hearing this morning, at least as far as I watched. There weren't very many questions about stimulus checks. Senator Doug Jones asked if the October 15th deadline for non-filers to use a non-filers tool could be pushed back possibly to December or something. Mnuchin said he would look into it. Mnuchin was also asked about stimulus checks for home individuals, whether or not the Treasury had any data on how many homeless people actually received their check, how many didn't. Mnuchin said he would follow up on that question as well. So mostly stimulus-related questions were pertaining to the first stimulus payment. Nothing really pertaining to a second round of stimulus checks, as far as I saw. Committee Chair Mark Crapo said there is also a very significant amount of agreement in specific areas where he believes if the Senate were to pick up those specific areas where there is an agreement, that progress could be made. So basically, we have a lot of words from politicians, but at this point, no action to back it up. Mark Cuban, for one, is renewing his call for $1,000 stimulus checks every two weeks for two months. I went over his proposal about three or four months ago. Link at the top of that screen. 
screen to that old video. As for unemployment, initial jobless claims increased slightly to 870,000 from 866,000 for the prior week. And FEMA only has about $3 billion left in the $44 billion pot for the unemployment boost under Trump's, Trump's memorandum. And on the topic of unemployment, my home state of California, which is beautiful when it's not on fire, <laughs> but terribly mismanaged in so many ways. It stopped accepting new applications due to just terrible management of the unemployment system. Fraudulent claims, you name it. My own business, Alec Media LLC, has received a number of fraudulent unemployment claims from individuals <laughs> that I have never heard of who are claiming to be my employees. Anyway, things are pretty bad. I know most of my viewers don't live in California, so I'm not going to dwell on this topic too long. But I'll put a link down in the description below for those interested in learning more about what's going on in the California Unemployment Office. Washington state ESD tweeted yesterday that $300 benefit payments are on their way. Reminder that all payments may take a little longer this week and you may experience slight slowdowns due to the volume we're processing. I'm taking them at their word, so I've changed Washington state color on my map to dark purple. Oregon reiterated yesterday, we are on track to distribute LWA benefits by the end of September and waiting week payments by the end of November. So I'm keeping Oregon yellow on my map for late September. Virginia no updates. Website still says by September 30th, so they remain yellow on my map. South Carolina, unfortunately, still seems to be giving some people grief. South Carolina said yesterday, we are working to quickly implement our LWA benefit capability, which will include an enhanced identity validation process. While we are making changes, these changes, some claimants will experience unusual responses from the web portal system, yada, yada, yada. I'm still hoping by the end of this week for payments there. But as those of you in South Carolina know, they have pushed back the date a couple times for many folks. So it is what it is. All right, everybody, that'll about do it for today. I hope your fall is off to a great start. And remember, folks, a week from today, there will only be three months left in 2020, if that is anything to look forward to at all. And as I said earlier, we are only 40 days away from the presidential election, so please make sure you register. Thank you so much for watching this video, and I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. We were listening to the CPA Logan Alec on YouTube, September 24th, his September 24th show. And 40 days have never sound, sound better. I can tell you that's the... These will be the best 40 days if things change. It will, it will, oh, oh, at this point, you can only hope for the best. Well, I can't wait to cast my vote. How about you? <laughs>